Welcome to Heistish, where entrepreneurs learn from the jaw-dropping deeds of trending trademark disputes and alleged intellectual property hikes. I'm Ivy, legal analyst, trademark attorney, and host of the Heistish podcast. So today we're talking about Christian Dior filing a trademark infringement lawsuit against Dior Restaurant based in Kansas. So let's get into it. So earlier this year, Christian Dior filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against a restaurant in Kansas called the Dior Restaurant. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why do they possibly decide to name their restaurant Dior and not assume that this trademark infringement lawsuit was coming? I agree with you, but I've seen stranger things. So we're going to discuss it either way because there's some important facts that I really want to share with you guys. I think that most entrepreneurs don't really pay attention to what's at risk when they make some of these decisions. And so that's what we're going to focus on today. I'll give you a little bit of background on the actual infringement lawsuit, and then I'll walk you through what Dior asked for. And trust me, you're going to be shocked. Christian Dior was rightfully frustrated when they discovered that the Dior restaurant was operating out of Kansas. It seems as if they learned about the existence of the restaurant because Dior restaurant decided to go to Instagram and advertise the special they were offering, which was a free Dior bag in exchange of two entrees. Now, this Kansas-based restaurant was supposed to be a bit upscale and People were, you know, arguing that these Dior bags were counterfeit bags. If you see the picture, which I will post on Instagram at Legally Ivy, I don't think that anyone would be confused about the fact that this was not a real Dior bag. But despite that, they were trying to benefit from the goodwill associated with the Dior name, right? Christian Dior is this upscale luxury brand. Most people associate, you know, elegance and luxury and refineness with it. And so I think that with them being this upscale restaurant in Kansas, they were assuming that by using this name and by advertising this giveaway, that they were going to attract a certain type of clientele, which possibly was their ideal target audience based on the theme and style of the restaurant. They also incorporated Dior into their menu items. There was like a Dior wedge salad and a few other things on the menu. So they really doubled down on using the Dior name in conjunction with this brand they were building. After learning about their advertising efforts, Christian Dior sends the Kansas restaurant a cease and desist letter. They basically explain, you guys are out of line for using the Dior name. This is something we've spent 70 years building. We are not going to walk away and you know ignore the fact that you are unlawfully using our brand name in conjunction with your restaurant. Not to mention the Christian Dior brand has a restaurant in Hawaii and a Miami restaurant location. So they're already operating in this space with their Christian Dior brand, right? I know you guys can probably, you know, look up the hashtag. They actually have some really cute coffee items with latte art with the uh, initials of Christian Dior on it. So I'm into stuff like that. So I thought that was really cute. But anyways, they explain all of this to the Kansas-based restaurant and they say, look, we need you guys to shut it down, remove the Dior advertisements, remove the Dior name from your restaurant menu, from the name of your restaurant, you know, take down the domain name, cut it out, right? So the Kansas-based restaurant's attorney says, okay, we'll do it. Give us to the end of the day and it'll be done. Well, the end of the day comes and goes and they're still using the name. So Christian Dior was left with no other option but to actually file this lawsuit. And here's where things get really sticky. When you infringe on someone's trademark, you do not know the temperament of that person, 
right? You do not know the temperament of that brand owner. You don't know how many times they've been infringed upon, how many people have tried to copy them. You could literally be the infringement that breaks the camel's back. And I feel like Christian Dior has been copied maybe so many times, been, you know, subject to counterfeit goods so many times. And they were fed up because what they are asking for in this complaint is everything in the kitchen sink. So let me walk you through what Christian Dior has asked for in response to this infringement. They are asking the court to permanently enjoin and restrain the Kansas-based restaurant from using the Dior mark. Now, this is standard. This is basically just a request that they are no longer able to use this name. They must stop while we are in the midst of the court proceedings. We would like for you to prevent them from ever being able to use the name in any way, shape, or form. So this is essentially we're asking that they are forced to rebrand. Next, they are asking for the Kansas-based restaurant to transfer ownership of the Dior domain. So that means we want to take your domain name from you, and that includes your Instagram domain name, your Facebook domain name, you know, everything that you are using as a way to kind of attract customers to your brand, wherever you are marketing, wherever you are using the Dior restaurant brand, we want that. So, And that's not uncommon either, because if you really want to shut somebody down, you shut them down on all fronts, right? Now, here is where it gets interesting. Christian Dior is asking that the court order the Kansas-based restaurant to pay Christian Dior three times the restaurant's profits or three times Christian Dior's damages, whichever is greater. So this is one of those requests where you're kind of like, you've pissed me off. <laughs> like, I'm not taking it easy on you because I tried to send you a cease and desist. I tried to play nice and you disrespected me and my brand. And for that, I want to make you pay. Now, three times the restaurant's profits may not meet the level of three times Christian Dior's damages. And that's why they ask for whichever is greater. They're basically saying like, whichever is going to cost them more, we want it. In addition to that, they are asking for $2 million per counterfeit mark. So that basically means that in any way the Kansas restaurant has used Dior in conjunction with the bags that it was giving away, maybe they had, you know, some doggy bags that they were putting food in or, you know, trays or menu items or however else they were using it, they want $2 million for that for each mark. That's going to be extremely costly. And they're not done. There's more. Next, they ask for $100,000 per domain that is identical or confusingly similar. So not only are they asking that they shut down the domain, they're asking to be compensated for $100,000 in every domain. So like I mentioned earlier, you guys, when you are using your brand name in on Instagram or on Facebook, those are URLs that are essentially your domain names for that particular app. And rightfully so, if you are infringing on someone's brand and you have created these multiple domain names using their registered trademark, they can and should be entitled to ask you for compensation for the use of their brand name in conjunction with your marketing efforts. So if that's the Instagram URL, if that's the Facebook URL, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on YouTube, and if you just have you know a domain name that's hosted by Bluehost or GoDaddy or whatever, they want $100,000 for that. Now, here's where things get really, really personal, okay? And this is not something that I generally see in 
most trademark infringement lawsuits. This request is particularly reserved for the people who are not playing about their brand and are fed up. And I want you to know if anyone is infringing on your trademark, you are within your right to ask for this. Okay. So Christian Dior finishes their request (laughs) and they ask that the Kansas restaurant be ordered to destroy all products, all labels, all signs, all prints, all packages, all wrappers, all receptacles, all articles, advertisements, bags, and other promotional materials in possession bearing the name and the mark Dior. So this is one of those requests where you're like, not only do I want you to rebrand, not only do I want to take your domain from you and all of your profits, I also want you to pay me for the sheer inconvenience that we're here today in court, but I also want you to destroy everything that you've already invested money in to build your brand. I mean, that is how you shut somebody down. (laughs) And, And that's one thing that I really want entrepreneurs to recognize. The takeaway is you guys are putting a lot more at risk than just, you know, a forced rebranding. Being asked to change your name is the polite way of saying, hey, you are infringing on my intellectual property. Respectfully, I'd like you to still be able to operate a business and make some sort of profit off of your skills or your services or whatever products you're selling, right? But I would like for you to do that under another name. That is the kind way of asking someone to stop infringing on your intellectual property. However, you don't know if the person who owns the brand that you may potentially be infringing on is kind. They may basically be like, look, I want you to shut it down and I want you to burn it all down. I want you to shut it down, destroy it. I want to I want to watch you burn it, right? I want you to turn everything over to me and I want to be the one that lights the match. Like you just don't know who you're dealing with. And so it's very important that you guys take the necessary steps to one, consult with legal counsel, clear your trademarks before you invest a dime into a pamphlet or you set up a social media account. Make sure that you are not already putting yourself at risk because this particular restaurant is no longer in business. If you Google them, you look them up on the web, they are listed as permanently closed. And now you know why. You know why? Because they didn't have a chance to even survive. The brand had no opportunity to survive after making those steps to infringe on the Christian Dior brand. And had they consulted with legal counsel, I don't know if they have, but had they consulted with legal counsel that was specializing in this particular space, I know for a fact that if I were their legal counsel, I would have advised them to use a different name because this was going to be the end result. No matter how they tried to present their business, no matter how they tried to kind of hide, you know, in the backwoods of Kansas. (laughs) I don't go to Kansas often, so I don't know if there's really backwoods there, but. I'm just illustrating that you cannot hide from people who are very serious about managing their brand, building their brand, and policing their brand. And Christian Dior stated very clearly in the complaint that they have spent 70 years establishing the goodwill associated with the Christian Dior brand. And damn it, they were not going to allow someone else to benefit from all of their hard work, all of the time they've invested, and all the millions of dollars they've invested in establishing this phenomenal brand. So with all that being said, Seek legal counsel before you guys come up with your names. Make sure you are clearing your trademarks and pay very close attention to what's at risk. Do a cost-benefit analysis, okay? Because I'm pretty sure every single entrepreneur 
loves the coins that they are making and intends to keep them to build their brand. And the best way to do that is to not infringe on another person's intellectual property. Until next time, I'm Legally Ivy. Protect your brand. Stay connected on Instagram at Heistress Podcast for next week's episode. And if you witness some Heistress conduct or trademark disputes you want to discuss, share with us on Instagram at Heistress Podcast and receive a free Starbucks gift card if you select your topic for the show. This Heistish episode is sponsored by Canarian Hedge, an intellectual property and brand protection law firm. Canarian Hedge protects your business so you can focus on building it. Heistish material has been prepared and provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal advice. While I am a lawyer, without an official engagement agreement, I am not your lawyer, and the information provided in each episode does not create a lawyer-client relationship. Please consult legal counsel on your specific situation before making legal decisions about your business.